Welcome to another episode of Not All Who Canter Are Lost. Aww. I'm Tim. <laughs> I'm Tim, and with me, as always, are the best people on the planet, Anonymous Alex and Jenna. How are y'all this day? This this fine day? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good talk. I exist in the space. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> so we watched some Heartland. We watched two episodes. We watched episodes two and three of Heartland. Yeah. Jenna's going to catch everybody up in case you're not watching at home. And if you're not watching at home, why? Exactly. Why? why? It's like, it's like, turn it on while you're making your dinner. Is that what you did? No. Oh, okay. All right. No, that's not what it's I like, did. That was just... It's like it was. It was just like a really like firsthand account of. Turn it on while somebody else is making dinner. <laughs> Hashtag journalism. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. So we watched episode two, and that is called "After the Storm." Sounds familiar, right? Right. Um, and in this one, it opens with Amy having a dream, but from the horse's perspective. Oh my God. That's right. Spartan is having some issues loading into a trailer and Amy got a little bit of insight as to why, because it's like a fucking nightmare, yo. Um, so she and Ty figure that out. Uh, and, uh, Ty actually has a really great idea as to why, um, Spartan is having such issues and how to get him to figure it out and act right. Uh, and Ty also builds Amy a jump ring because jump course, jump, uh, he, build, he builds her some jumps because Amy is thinking about getting back into jumping, but doesn't really want to, but he thinks it would be a great idea for her. And also let's see what else, what else happened? A bunch of stuff happened. Oh, 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 oh. We finally get the first little hint, the first little little sniff that maybe, maybe Val is a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. I think that's everything that happens in that episode. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. What you, happened in, yeah, go ahead and tell me. You about can go right into yeah. right into number three. Yeah. Number three is called Breaking Free. May also sound very familiar. Uh so in oh wait. No, 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 no. That's not all that happens. Because also Amy um Lou asks Amy if a certain horse is ready to go home. Oh, yeah. And Amy said or 
that's what Lou thinks she's asking Amy. Um, Amy says that the horse is fine. That doesn't mean he's fine. Send him on his way. That means he's, he's, yeah, he's all right right now. What, what are you asking? Uh, so Lou mistakenly sends this horse home where its rider then does get uh fucking thrown because the horse is still afraid of cars on the road. Isn't that weird? All right. And then for number three, breaking free, Lou has planned this big open house for Heartland to try and draw in money. Uh, but Amy has been working with Lisa Stillman and is very excited about it and just wants Lou to be proud of her uh, and tells Lou, hey, I got a big name in the horse industry and she'll tell everybody and it'll be great. We don't even need to do your stupid open house. That's great, right? And Lou's like, okay, we're doing it though. Um, everybody shows up for the open house and Val challenges Amy, who has been riding, uh, the horse, Lisa Stillman's beautiful, beautiful horse promise and has been riding it super well. And Val Grant or Val Stanton, it's not Grant in this, Val Stanton is like, we well, clearly you drugged it because that horse is a savage. And Lisa Stillman's like, mm. No, fam, she didn't. She super didn't. She's just good. She's real good with horses. And then we find out that Lou had invited Dede to come and hang out uh, at the open house. And Dede sort of kind of shows up. He shows up and hangs out with Pegasus, who's been having his... He's been super depressed since mom passed away. Uh, and Marnie shows up in the, the coat thing and makes Pegasus happy again, which is great. And, oh, Grandpa, Grandpa tells Daddy Tim he better get the fuck out or he's going to beat his ass. And it was really good. That's what I said at the end of this episode was that, you know, Ty is not Ty. Ty is not but Ty. The, the biggest difference, uh, not counting Mallory, uh, between the books and the TV show is Tim. Because Tim is a very different character in this, like... I thought he and Grandpa Jack were going to come to blows, and they almost did. And I feel like they will. Like, that's the vibe I'm getting, because I've seen Kung Fu the Legend continue. Yeah, I was about to say, do you think that he will use Kung Fu moves on Grandpa Jack? I believe he will. Yeah, I think so, too. And I'll be here for it. Yep. Um, My favorite part of these, like, I got super into these two episodes. Like, super into these two episodes. My favorite part was when the guy uh, jumped down off the rooftops wearing the green hood and then, uh, like, pulled a bow and arrow out and Shut pointed the fuck it up. at Get out. <laughs> Grandpa Jack and said, You failed this city. Like, I thought that was much You hey, failed this family. <laughs> yeah. By the way, Stephen Amell was in these. Yeah, he plays Stephen. <laughs> I think that's his character's name. I think it is too. He owns Star, I yeah. think. And he that's, wants that's Amy to the, work on Star. That's the same guy? Yeah. Yeah. He a baby. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah he he heckin' baby. It was like, yeah. that. this was like right before he got the arrow roll, I think. Is it really? It's oh, pretty no, close. It's, it's gotta be like, because he looks so young in this. He looks, he looks it's, baby. It's pretty close. No. Yeah. There's got to be at least 10 years difference, if not more. No, it's not 10 years. That's for certain. Let's see. Arrow is 2012. This one was 2007, right? Wow. 
he looks so much older. Like that was like I don't mean that in a that, weird way. It, get stuck yeah. on an island will do that to you. Yeah, I just that's a big five years for him. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so he was in it, and he does on Star. And Soraya came back. I don't know if you mentioned that. Oh, I did uh, not because yeah. it really didn't play into the episodes no. like at all. Except for she's trying to push Amy to be a jumper again, and that's, that's what true. The jump ring. That's where that came yeah. from because Ty didn't know. And I do think it was kind of amazing that he built such a. I mean, low dollar amount, but high quality jumping course. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, it's not safe. No, but it looks like he put a lot of effort into it. I mean, if I we're talking about effort, sure. But she's going to have a rotational fall over one of those obstacles. Absolutely. Alexander, I yeah. just want to point out that jumping shit while on a horse is probably in itself not safe. I've never had an issue with it. That's a hundred percent not true. False. You're Entirely false. Whole fucking hand doesn't work. Don't sit here and absolutely fucking lie to us. <laughs> yeah. The whole reason my hand doesn't work is because the horse tripped. It has nothing to do with the jump. <laughs> oh, but it was totally safe. It's fine. It's fine. I've only. I've watched that drink just drop straight from your hand at Dragon Con all over the Marriott floor. <laughs> That was so like, bad. The only thing you could say is my hand didn't didn't work. It it just quit after just a while. Quit. Oh my god! You should the worst if you really want to ever see me like really fuck up repeatedly. Ask me to screw anything in with a screwdriver. Oh no! It's it's pathetic. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Hey, hey Alex, Alex, I have this in. part of my desk that needs to be repaired. Can you come and help me? I absolutely will. I know you. that that's the worst part. Is she'll she'll like she'll tell you. This is the same thing that we always get from Alex, by the way, is you get like this long tirade about how she hates doing something, doesn't want to do it. Ah, I can't believe anybody would ever ask me to do this. And then you're like, Alex, can you help me with this? And she's like, sure. Absolutely. Like, she'll, she'll even offer it. Yeah. Offer, do you need me I, to come? I never said I hate it. Listen, building furniture is one of the greatest joys and passions in my life. Fuck yes. Yeah. I'm just saying the screwdriver doesn't, my hand doesn't work well with it anymore. <laughs> they don't play well, but- <laughs> If you ask me to build furniture, like, honestly, if you're genuinely like, will you please come to my house? I have 14 things from Ikea to put together. I'm like, this is my dream day. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You say building furniture. I hear, like, carving wood into nice things. Also that. I can do that, yeah. too. Yeah. I cannot. I cannot. But if you give me, like, a kit piece of furniture, I will do that literally all day long. Same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The worst... The worst I've ever done at work was the day that all of these bookshelves behind me were delivered. And I was like, well, I don't care if I get fired. This is the rest of my morning. <laughs> uh, okay, so w- what did you think of the episode? Do you like it? So you do you like Ty? Uh, okay. All right, so at first, no, because he wasn't book tie. Uh, I think I kind of do now. Um, I think TV tie is just trying to figure himself out. And I think um, uh, Grandpa Jack shits on him, like, way too hard. Like, although he asks for it some of the time, like, you can't just take somebody's truck. Like, that seems yeah. like, like Grand Theft Auto. But, like, um... Yeah, I think I think I do. 
I think he's, I'm, I'm warming up to him. I'm not a big Mallory fan. <laughs> Mallory is a different case. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I don't understand why we have shoehorned this character that did not exist. And again, I know, I know. stuff will happen later, probably, maybe, yeah. hopefully. I don't know that it explains why we have the character, unless <laughs> that reason is to get this show made. Uh, She's the showrunner's daughter. Oh, is she? That, okay, not where I was going. You know where I was going. Stop being like this. What? I don't. I don't. No, I'm it's not okay. sure. You, Tim, you don't have to know where I'm going. Okay. Um. The. Uh, I. I do like how well they stick to the books. Like it's more than I thought they were going to do. Um. But I. I don't know. I kind of like it. So far, I'm like I'm kind of digging this show. Yeah. Oh, Stephen Amell's character is Nick. Nick. Uh, episodes two and three were better than episode one. Yeah, but episode one was like true to the book and established a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Well, it, I think it was the stuff that was different from the book that I didn't like about episode one. And I'm, I, I guess I'm getting used to it more now. So it's Mallory. You just fucking hate Mallory. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like Ashley's. Was it Ashley? Brother. Is that her name? Yeah, her brother. Oh yeah, he's um, gone now. Don't worry. The only the only problem I have with it is that it seems like we're flying through book storylines. Okay. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. the the mom jacket. It all happened too fast. The blind guy with the horse. Like it's all just going too quick. I'm like, we've been three episodes, and it seems like we've done like seven books worth of stuff. Lisa Stillman's already shown up, and she's talking about her nephew already. I'm like, we just got here. It is 8 o'clock in the goddamn morning. What are we doing? We're going to burn the entire Heartland book series in five episodes. As someone who has watched like all of the available Heartland episodes, I was shocked that Lisa Stillman was this early on. Yeah. I was like, no fucking way. She's in episode like two or whatever. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I could see her whole bra. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But it, it seemed like we didn't establish enough. Like I know we we've sort of established the struggles of the 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 Heartland Ranch, but we didn't establish it enough. Like they haven't even had time to go through money troubles yet. You know what I'm saying? And it seems like that right. Lisa Stillman was kind of a bailout. I don't know. Wait. Maybe I'm remembering the book series wrong, but it, yeah. I don't it's, think so, mm-mm. but the the other like wild thing was that I think they're already trying to shoehorn in the Lou storyline as well, which happened earlier, but then they like forgot about it, and now they're trying to like bring it back and quickly yeah. get it mm-hmm. into rotation because it's like suddenly Marnie's like, "Are you seeing anybody?" And it's like, "Holy shit, we've just spent her. We spent two episodes with her flirting with the vet. Why are we talking about her boyfriend now? I thought that was over already. Right? Yeah. Right." Like, she has not spoken to that boyfriend the entire time she's been there. No. She did talk to her boss and got, like, an extension on her leave, but she didn't talk to Carl at all. Uh, and she ends up dancing with Scott at the end of this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think you've set the, the drama here enough, because 
Nobody cares about... Like, we didn't like Carl, but nobody cares. Yeah, and the guy that plays Scott is just so fucking charismatic. There's no oh way you're God. ever going to get me to be on Carl's side. Even when he started doing that goofy little dance, I was still like, yeah, yeah, that's good. It's not a good dance, but it's good. And uh, what's her name? Uh, uh, I keep forgetting. I'm so bad at names. I used to be good at names. And then old. Um... Amber Marshall, right? That's her name? Yeah. Amy. Amy. Yeah. So Amy. So like, Amy. She yeah. is on like, fucking point. She's even got Amir. Like, I think Lou, Lou is pretty Lou and is now like really Lou. But Amy has been like 100% Amy the entire, the entire show to me. The, all three episodes that I've seen. I don't know why I made it sound like I'm like an expert now. But like you are, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. It's it's and Stephen Amell would have been a better tie. I don't listen. No, no. he's too oh, yeah. old. Mm-mm. 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 For looks, this show, he he's looks, too old. He looks more book tie to me than TV no. Yes, yes. No, you are specifically referencing the one cover where it was supposed to be tie, but he didn't look at all like his book description. Yeah. I know you. So I know exactly the picture. You're I'm not thinking. going. I'm not going by like physical characteristics. I'm going by uh, like tie didn't look like he was trying to be a '90s badass. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, he's supposed that to look like a farm tie. boy. Yeah, and Stephen Amell looked more like a farm boy than Ty does. Well, yeah, because he's riding horses. Yeah, and he just looks more like. If I had to pick between the two of them, and you were like, "Hey, which one of these is book tie?" I'm gonna be like, "Stephen Amell is book tie. That other guy, he's a hoodlum. He stole a Ducati. He, he stole a Ducati. He didn't steal it. He took it without authorized permission. Okay, well, maybe that. And oh, my God. He took Ashley, which, by the way, it was Ashley that got thrown from that horse. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was okay. Yeah, yeah. Ashley she was sucks. also told not Ashley to sucks. ride the horse. and just... Yeah. I think that was the other thing I liked about Ty is that Ashley came and tried to be Ashley in front of Ty, and Ty's like, you're garbage. Like, you can you can keep moving. My absolute favorite line of these two episodes, though, was the whole, like, would you take me out for a spin? And Ty's, like, drooling over this bike. He's like, absolutely. So they get on. He's like, hang on. She goes, to what? And he's like, you'll figure it out. And it was, like, such an aggressive delivery. (laughs) You're like, is he trying to be sexy? Because that's not. Oh, no, he's not. It turns out he's not. Absolutely not. Uh, My favorite line was... uh when Ty was doing his Grandpa Jack impression after they built the tent. And Grandpa Jack, who had said, I don't have the right tools. And then uh, they build the tent, and Ty's like, I guess we just needed the right tools. That's right before the tent falls, which I thought was really funny, too. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah. Oh, you want to know what my favorite part is? My favorite Ty part? Yes. When he creepily comes up behind Amy, and he's like, would you be mad at me if your grandfather went missing? (laughs) Like, yeah, you psycho. <laughs> like, he gets as close, like, physically close to her body as possible and whispers to her. And I'm like, Ugh. So Grandpa Jack and Tim. Daddy Tim. Daddy. Daddy. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, so like the the vision that I had after the book was that if Grandpa Jack Grandpa Jack did not like Daddy Tim. Got it. If Grandpa Jack and Daddy Tim and you can tell me if I read this wrong, if Grandpa Jack and Daddy Tim ever got into a fight, Grandpa Jack would squash Daddy Tim like a bug. Oh my god. He would absolutely break yeah. that man. In the um, books. Yeah. In the books. In the TV show, I don't think it's as easy to call. My money is not on Grandpa. No. No. Um, Daddy Tim is very, very much a, a I'm going to say tougher, tougher individual than book Daddy Tim. Yeah, in the book, he's like, he's like a, a rich English dude. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I'm not saying rich English dudes can't can't be physically imposing. They can. Yeah. But that one wasn't in my brain. Yeah, yeah. same. Same. It's really hard though because like in the books, you're right, he's this like English show jumper. Like he's a man who wears tights on the regular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like in the TV show, he's like the king of thieves. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Yeah. Like I I don't know what this guy does yet. He he said he works on a ranch, but I don't know, like, I don't know much about him. Yeah. I can tell you he is not an English show jumper. No, it said his job. It said his job in this. That he works on a ranch? Yeah, but it said what he, like, what he does riding to. Oh, no, I didn't catch that. I didn't either. He's, uh, because they talked about the uh, championship that he won and showed the picture um, when he was riding Pegasus. He was the uh, dogger. So he, like, they chased bulls out of the chute. Okay. All right. Yeah. I missed that. I was, I must have been cooking. Yeah. Well, Tim was just watching TV. (laughs) (laughs) What a Tim. (laughs) Yeah. I, I think I fall somewhere in the middle of. Like English to, Tim and Dogger Tim? Yeah, yeah. I think I'm not as tough as Dogger Tim and hopefully tougher than English Tim, although I don't know because I'm not really all that tough. So I just had a very, very low, tough read on on book Daddy Tim. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like he's, book Daddy Tim is the guy that walks out into the arena and is like, oh, the footing's not quite soft yeah, enough for my right? liking yeah 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 and like tv tim is like i'm gonna ride my horse off a cliff yeah <laughs> and then, off a cliff and then fight bad guys with my kung fu dad yeah, yeah. and then i'm gonna explode them with my playing cards <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure uh, uh so canonically well, not canonically. That's not the right word. But I'm going to use it because I'm writing the canon right now. So, Amy. Amy's dad, Tim, is also the son of David Carradine. Makes Amy Kung Fu granddaughter. Okay. I bet you Lou got all the Kung Fu, though. Lou did get all the Kung Fu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll admit, and... Can I spoil a little bit of the next episode? Because mine just accidentally yeah. started playing. Yeah. Uh, it, just the first 10 to 15 seconds is all I'm going to spoil. You absolutely will know that Lou got all the Kung Fu moves because the next episode starts with her jogging 
And it is the most haphazard limb placement I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) I figure that that sentence carries a lot of weight because of who it comes from. Yeah, that's an attack on you. You did put your hand underneath a horse. Like you know I, haphazard body placement. <laughs> yeah. a horse. It was underneath my body on top of the horse. <laughs> Which sounds even more buckwild when you say it that way. The problem was physics, okay? I put my it hand down like... to brace myself and I shouldn't. And then the horse landed and tripped. And that was too much force for my tiny hand bone to hold. It sounds like you were playing mammal Jenga. Kinda. And lost. Also, <laughs> it wasn't Little Pony who's compact and can land. It was Big Mesa, who is 30 feet in the air, and then hits yeah, the ground with all that true. force, and yeah, then trips. So giant, big. Yeah. Giant. Giant horse. And he didn't do anything wrong. He just tripped. I stupidly put my hand underneath myself to push myself back so I wouldn't fall over his head. And you know what? I didn't fall off. I reset the jump with my broken ass hand. I walked the horse over to the nurse, said, can you hold this horse for a second? I'm going to pass out. I passed out nicely. I got back up. I drove myself to the hospital. (laughs) I fucking love that. Can you hold this horse? I'm going to pass out. Proceeds to politely pass out. That's a that's a fucking gangster ass move, though. Right. (laughs) To just be like, yeah. Look, hold this fucking horse. I'm going to do this shit right now. She just super call your didn't, shot like that? She didn't believe me. And like, that was the thing about, like, the, here's the thing. Every time I passed out and told somebody, they don't believe me. Because I'm like, hey, just so you know, don't freak oh. out. About to pass out. I'll be right back. I am going <laughs> I'll to be just, right back. I am just going to assume to catch Alex's position. Yeah. The trust I, fall position. I can position. sit down on my own. It's cool. <laughs> Anytime I've ever passed out, I don't think that I've had enough like time to realize this is about to happen. I think it's just like <sighs> black. I have so much time. I have full conversations about how it's coming. It's about to happen. And like no one ever fucking believes me. And it drives me. I was at a hospital once and like trying to give them my insurance information. Mm -hmm. And they're like asking where I work. And I said the wrong thing. And I was like, I don't work there. I'm sorry. I'm about to pass out. And they're like, okay, well, like, just give me your card. I was like, no, no, no. Like now, like now I'm about to pass out. They're like, just hand over your insurance, blah, blah, blah. I hit the the. Because I didn't sit down either because I was trying to continue the conversation. I hit that hardwood floor. I got in there pretty fast after that, though. (laughs) I bet you did. Also got a concussion. Oh, my God. God. We had a, I had a friend when I was, I I think it was when I was in college. And his dad was just sitting at home one day. was like, I think I'm having a heart attack. And got in the car and drove his ass to the hospital and went in. He was sure shit having a heart attack. And I was like, I'll never be that tough. Never. I'll never be that tough. Like, I'm pretty tough, but man, that's no. that's a different level of, like, yeah. awareness. Yeah. I think that's I think- exactly how I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> You're just being like, I'm having a heart attack right now. No, really. No, I'm having a heart attack right yeah. now. And then she's just gone. But then that Cassandra curse is going to kick in where everybody thinks you're just making up shit. And they're like, That's what it is, too, about passing out, not. I feel like I should believe her, but she's really full of shit. So I don't know what to do here. The Alex Cassandra, Alex Cassandra curse. So this also happened the other way, because that same nurse friend of mine, uh, the day that I got thrown and, and broke my ribs and what did whatever I did to my hip, 
I was chasing the horse around after that uh, because the second time I came off after the first incident where everything got broken, um, mm-hmm. got back on the horse because someone's not real smart around here. So anyways, <laughs> the second time I came off, I went walks and got the horse and my nurse friend was there and she's like, hey, you look really pale. Are you going to pass out? I'm like, no, this time I'm fine. She's like, are you sure? I'm like, listen, I informed you when I was going to pass out. This time I'm telling you I'm fine. And I was right. I did not pass out. She should listen to me. So what I'm learning is that she should listen to me. Yeah. I, no, the reality is, is that everybody should listen to you. And somehow nobody listens to you. Like, I don't, I don't understand. I really don't. It's the, I think you're right. It's the Cassandra yeah. curse. It, you mm-hmm. have the Cassandra curse. I'm an X-Man. <laughs> and that's my power. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Your you're, power you're, is no one listens to you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> That shit, that was one of my favorite parts of Everworld, though. When that lady comes in, comes in and just tells them, like, basically their future. And they're all like, I feel like I want to believe her, but, man, she's she's talking all some serious it. crap. Yeah, she's- and they were even like, yeah, that's because she's the, the one that tells all the truths, but nobody believes her. We're still <laughs> not going to believe her. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, so Alex... I at least can guilt people about it. Like, I made Austin genuinely apologize to me once, like pulled me aside and apologized to me after he went to a bird panel. And he said, yeah, they just told me all the bird facts you've been telling me for years. And I said, yeah, but you believe it when they sit behind a microphone, don't you? And he was like, I have to genuinely apologize to you. (laughs) The problem is that you sit behind a microphone when you tell him to. This is the wrong thing. I should have picked the desk. See, again. This is why no one believes me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You should have had him go up and ask if hummingbirds ate honey. You should have had him do it. Ugh. You should have forced him to do it. They would have slaughtered him. You'd have been like, this is the way that you repay me. <laughs> this, is, this is how you atone for your bird sins. Book Daddy Tim is a good horse name. Book Daddy Tim. Book Daddy I like Tim. It. Yeah. I like Book, it. I, I like Book Daddy Tim. I feel like we could explore other options than just this. Like, Book Daddy Tim could be like, that could be the guy that drives the book van that distributes books in the neighborhoods. That's terrifying, actually. You've made a, a <laughs> horrifying nightmare creature. Because so, I'm getting into that van. That's why it's so scary. I think they just come to the window and give it to you like ice cream. Mm, don't like that either. Have you, do they not have the book vans? No. What? what? Is that a real thing? Yeah. Is that that's... a thing that you're telling me happens in yeah. the world? Yeah. There's like, it's not often, but sometimes there's like book vans that come to your neighborhood and like they just distribute books. Like it, it's like literally like an ice cream van and they like bring books and you can like ask them to get books. It's like a library, a mobile library in a van that comes to your neighborhood. I does don't. It, does it cost money? I don't think so. I think it's like literally like a library. Yeah. It's so, weird. Book Daddy I mean, Tim. B- Book Daddy Tim made me think of Con Daddy Tim, and I have to tell you a story about God damn Sunday it. night. Yeah, Sunday night. Uh, we went to see LP in concert because Jenna uh, has introduced me to LP, and if you ever get the chance to see LP in concert, you should totally do it because it was awesome. Is right? this like Hell the yeah. 
1986 Transformers movie or no? No, no, no. This no. Is, yeah, legitimately good. This is not just because Tim loves it. Um, I'll so, send you some. There's some you've you've listened to a little bit. You just don't realize it yet. I'm sure there's a lot on the Dylan playlist. Yeah, and it sounds familiar to me, so I'm yeah. sure that I've listened to it. Music so we, is one thing I do know, which is wild. Anyway, sorry, Tim. I, I did not know this person existed, but uh, you, you're definitely familiar with some of the songs that this person has written. Um, so, uh, go into the concert. Jenna wears no pocket clothes. Jenna wants to take stuff. So Jenna basically poaches space in my pockets. So now I'm carrying all of my stuff and all of Jenna's stuff. Jenna walks up to security. Security is like, okay, you can go. I walk up to security and security is like, not you. Go get wanded. And I was like, oh, damn it. All I, I did was get... hold up my phone. <laughs> yeah. The the one guy's like, take everything out of your pockets. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> so now I'm trying to like hold ba- basically a baby's worth of stuff in my hands while I'm getting wanded. And Jen is just standing over there, just happy as could be. Just checking my phone like, yeah, what's, <laughs> what's taking you so long? What like, you describe as a normal experience. <laughs> yeah. For, for like all these chains hanging off of me and. Yeah. This is a normal experience for you or for people in general? People. People in general. I didn't like it. <laughs> when you. I felt like I got cheated. <laughs> oh, get out of here. <laughs> yeah. I tried to take my stuff back from you. <laughs> uh, maybe. Maybe. Get out. Okay, so Heartland, good so far. That's that's mm-hmm. my take on it. Is Horse News good? Horse News is extremely good this week. Okay. Oh, snap. I've been I waiting am. on this one. I'm so excited. All right, so guess what? What? They are making a Merry Legs movie. <gasps> no shit. Mm-hmm. 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 They are. And I'm very, very excited about it. It's a British produced film. They are uh, like, it's also taking place at Willowbrook, Willowbrook Riding Stables, which is wild. But anyways, it's it's just a whole movie about Mary Legs. And I'm so fucking excited for it. Hold on. I'm having to r- remind myself about Mary Legs. Mary Legs is the, the Shetland pony from Black Beauty that mm-hmm. the kids all ride and he causes troubles. Oh, I do remember. Okay. Uh-huh. I Okay, so Mary Legs. Okay. Okay. I thought Mary Legs was real horse. I mean. Uh, yeah, I, Mary Legs was real horse. But, like, I thought that was the movie, was yeah. the life story of Mary Legs. Uh, I did not realize that Mary Legs was the awesome character from Black Beauty. Yes, I will hold up the yeah. the early art to the... Oh my uh, god, it's so good. It's yeah. so cute. Oh my god. Mm. I kind of can't wait for this. I'm so excited for this. I <sighs> think it's like years away at this point, but I'm That's so okay. excited for it. Go ahead and put it on the calendar. Okay. Because one of us is, we're either going to have to come to you or you're going to have to come to us. So we can Yeah, obviously. we have to go together obviously. in person. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Needs to happen. Or we go to a third location where we want to do a bunch of escape rooms. This is also very, very good plan. I do like it. Disney came out with a new Black Beauty movie in 2020. 
Oh yeah, it's horrible. They like gender swapped stuff and like did all sorts of weird shit. And it's just like a girl, like that's bonding with the horse. It's like not Black Beauty at all, really. Ah, what the fuck? Yeah, they just call the horse Black Beauty, and it, they have to. It's but it's very much like a girl has troubles. Girl moves into house. Girl meets horse who has troubles. They bond. They do the big competition. Tm tm. Like very very that. Okay. I was going to say we should watch it, but now I don't think we should. I mean, we can still watch it. But we still are going to. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. We're still gonna. The only movie I've ever legitimately rage quit is the, uh, like, oh, God, it had to be, like, 2005 or 6 Flicka remake. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so bad. Oh, have I rage quit a movie? It would be weird if you hadn't with your vast experience. No, no, no. I'm sure I have, like, on TV or something. I'm wondering if I ever, like, got up and walked out of a theater. I don't think I have. At that point, you have popcorn and a drink. You could be sitting yeah, um, Yeah. Yeah. I've seen some real trash in theaters. Oh, you know what? You know what? I can think of one. I have turned off movies because they were just not good. Uh, the, I think, I know World War Z was right up there as movies. Because I read that book first and I'm like, what is this hot garbage? Uh, uh, I did turn off a movie. And it's a movie that everybody seems to enjoy so much because it's so bad. Oh, snap. I could not I could not physically finish the room. Oh. I yeah, don't no, I don't it, get the the attachment that people have to this. Like it is just such hot garbage, and if there's a goof there, then I'm just I, I it's not I didn't see it. Like that that one is for the memes. Period. God, I, yeah, I don't even know up. how people deal with it long enough to get there. Did I? I think. Trying to go. No, I was just going to say, I think the first time that I watched it, I was like super stoned. So I would have watched anything. Solid call. Solid yeah. Call. Did I ever tell you my weird history with the room? I don't know. You may have. So I watched it in college, I want to say, maybe high school. It was like right around that time transitionary between high school and college. Mm-hmm. And uh, many, many years later, I was dating Scott. And he, we'd only been dating for a very short amount of time. And he said something like, have you ever seen The Room? He started talking up this movie. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm like, man, that sounds familiar, but I can't. Like, I'm trying to think of movies, not like the shit that I saw that day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then like literally like later that night, we are doing something, and I just, like, quoted the, like, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. And he was like, that's the room. And I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, that's that's straight up just for the, the goofs. Mm-hmm. I could only watch it because, like, I was in art school at the time, so I had to watch a lot of fucking garbage yeah. shit all the time. Yeah. Okay, so... Heartland good, horse news good. Mm-hmm. Jenna quiz good. Uh, well, <laughs> I think that's on us, Tim. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, a lot to live up yeah. to. Yeah. Um, I have things for the quiz. We are doing a media quiz. Okay, I'm in. Fuck. Let's do it. <laughs> uh, you might get one of them. Oh. I highly oh, okay, doubt okay. it. I thought okay. you were saying I might only get one of them, and I'm like, oh. No, I don't. I don't know that you're getting. You might get one of them. You might surprise me with one of them. Okay. All right. Are you ready? Yes. I don't know. 
Okay. Media number one. Media. Media. Is a 2003 American made-for-television crime drama film about a very profile, very, very, very profile, very, mm-hmm, yep, very high-profile kidnapping case. Sugar? The Lindbergh Baby. No. I don't think anybody else has ever been kidnapped other than the Lindbergh Baby. Mm, okay. What about well, the famous wrong. racehorse? <laughs> uh, is it... I'll f- um, there was that girl oh, in yeah, Florida. Yeah, I, I might have been. No, that was a murder for insurance, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think I'm supposed to like know a bunch of true crime stuff, but it turns out I don't. Yeah, for the amount of true crime podcasts that I've heard over I, my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. there's nothing there. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to need another clue. This film was broadcast less than eight months after the kidnapped person's recovery. Recovery? Okay, so it probably isn't. Probably no. isn't. Well, Lindbergh, it's probably not sugar either. Yeah. Um, this is. Who got, who, mm. You'll figure out why this is related later, but. Okay. Okay. Is there may or may there's no horse in it. There's no horse. I'll just go ahead and tell you. There's no horse in this. I got no horse in this race. Okay. And they were returned. Mm-hmm. Was it that girl that was missing for like a year and then they found her in the mountains, the two guys that were dirt biking and she was walking past? I don't think there was a movie made about that, and I feel like it was fairly recent, but I just gotta I just gotta get it out there. Okay. 2003 like i feel like i should actually know this like just from like existing in this time period like i oh yeah as soon as you figure it out you're gonna be like ah there was that girl that was kept in the guy it looked like an oil tank or whatever like in the ground she she was she got kidnapped with a dude and he got murdered and buried in the backyard and then she remembered everything super well so the guy got arrested that feels like 2003-ish. Okay. Like, just in the video. It, it The video quality seems 2003-ish. Mm-mm. Maybe I need another clue. Okay. Man, I've got one that will probably give it to you, but I don't want to give you that yet. This 14-year-old was part of a large and loving Mormon family. Her father, Ed, hired a handyman, a self-styled prophet named Emmanuel, to help him with a remodeling job. Months later, Emmanuel returns and kidnaps this girl at knife point. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. No idea. No? Okay. All right. Like... Uh, the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I, like... <laughs> Scott Peterson's name is just like stuck in my head, and I know he has nothing to do with this. It's super not yeah, that nothing to do with it, but it's like like crime, okay. And then that's the only name that like is in my head. Okay, the movie was based loosely on the book "Bringing Blank Home," which was written by her parents, Ed and Lois. Okay. That sounds somewhat familiar. Did Amber Marshall play this girl? Maybe. Okay. Is her name Amy? No. Oh, 
Okay, that was too, too many coincidences there. Bringing Brittany home. No. Just now that you've to... said bringing Amy home, that's the only I thing know, that's in my I know, brain. I don't know why it's like that. I'm trying, that's why I said bringing oh. Brittany home. I'm like, let's just try kickstarting something else. But I, let's I try, don't. Just, let's just go through the alphabet. Yeah. Bringing Charlotte home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. Wait, just, just say like a random girl name. Jennifer. That's not random. You're looking right at me. <laughs> Lauren. No. You got you got Andalite Chronicles on the brain. Chris Christine. No, that would be Lowren. Sorry, you're right. Excuse me. Lowren. Yeah, Chris. Bringing Lowren home. <laughs> I was gonna say say Tina. So you're going with Christy. I'm going with Tina. We're we're attacking from the same Yeah, yeah. Okay. You're both wrong. Oh. Um, the person who took this girl also attempted to take her younger sister, Mary Catherine, later on. And but no one believed her. And and Kathy. Well, not if the sisters married Catherine. You never know. I mean, might have right. been seeming mileage on. That's names. true. You never know. Yeah, that's true. Oh no, I'm so I'm sorry. She scared the sister, or he scared the sister and tried to kidnap one of this girl's cousins. That's what it was. Okay. Cousin. Mm-hmm. So then they're definitely named the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And look mm-hmm. the exact same and do the same job, just in different towns. <laughs> like Nurse Joy? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Is it Joy? No. Is it? No, you already said it's not Jenny. I was just going with Pokemon names at this point. Yeah. All right, imagine I didn't know this girl's name and I just yelled it at a GM. Elizabeth. <laughs> there we go. Okay. So it's called Bringing Elizabeth Home? That's the name of the book. Okay. The Elizabeth story or something like that? Uh, you're 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 very close. Do you Liz. Do you know which Elizabeth this is from 2003? I don't think I do. I I don't Not Borden. Wow. You are correct. Uh no. Yeah. yeah I don't. You don't get the point, but you are correct. I don't I don't recall this one. Okay. All right. Are we going to go to Google? Yeah, I think so. Probably. Okay. Okay, let's get Google open here. Get a new tab. Close Amazon. Not even logged in there. All right. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. And go. The Elizabeth Smart story. Yeah. Oh, I have this book. Elizabeth on my Smart. No, I do remember that name now. Mm-hmm. I sure do. Yeah. I have it on my shelf. I haven't read it, but I do have the book on my shelf. I don't think I could have told you what happened though if you had said Elizabeth Smart. I'd have been like, I know that name. Not a clue. Yep. Wow. So that was that had Amber Marshall in it, huh? Yeah, she played Elizabeth Smart. I gotta hang on. Let me go to images. I want to see this. So don't keep looking through stuff. Okay, I won't. I won't. Tim. I won't. I won't. I won't. I'm gonna stop right now. Because now you know. Yeah. The thread. Yeah. 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 Are you ready for number two? Yes. Piece of media number two. 
is a 2014 Canadian-American neo-sci-fi Western horror film directed by David Winning and written by Matt Campagna, produced by Nomadic Pictures on behalf of Sci-Fi. Tim, you should know this. I really should. Uh, it was 2014. 2014. Mm-hmm. So that could have been around the time that Cowboys vs. Aliens came out? I think Cowboys vs. Aliens was a little bit later than was that. It, Not much. Was it? Okay. Westworld? I, no. No, no I'm, I'm thinking it's if it's produced by sci-fi, it's going to be mm. a play on something that was bigger at the time. Mm. like Or several things that were bigger at the time. Okay. And it's a Western. So what Western was big in 2014? I already said Westworld, and Jenna said no, so not that. Yeah. No. Um, not Tremors. Okay, give me give me another clue. Okay, I can do that. The film follows the adventures of a group of doomsday preppers who emerge from an elaborate bunker a decade after a meteor wipes out civilization, finding the world overrun by mutants. Is this a Cloverfield ripoff? Did I pick this one just so I could say meteor? Maybe <laughs> I did. You got any other clues? Mm-hmm. Okay. Shot in Alberta, the film stars Holly DeVoe as the leader of the preppers exploring their new world. Oh, yeah. Okay, sorry. I've, I've read the notes weird. Uh, exploring their new world, Ashanti, as a mysterious stranger who shadows them. And Kim Coates as the original leader who saved the handful of people 10 years earlier. And I realize that I have said Ashanti weird, and now it just feels weird to keep saying it. I can't get Sharknado out of my head. <laughs> It is on fucking par, let me tell you. Yeah. This might be one that I'm, I think I rage quit. I don't think I rage quit it. I think I was just like, <laughs> I have had enough. I am, we're good here. And I will not be finishing this. But I kind of want to go back and watch it again and see if I was just like in a mood. Like it's not good. But maybe I could watch it. Some of those sci-fi movies were great. Yeah, some were. Yeah. We're probably not thinking of the same ones. The entire Sharknado series. Define great. Oh, I loved it. Loved it so much. That's trash. There was an entire Twitter poll about whether or not Tara Reid's character should live or die. Yeah. I loved it. Loved every bit of it. It was um, so Jason Todd. Yeah. All right. Yeah, don't know it. Okay. Would you like to go ahead and go to Google? Yeah, I think so. I don't even know what to Google. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. And go. Mutant World. Yes. Yeah. Just what just was... look at that poster, man. Yeah, it's That's... it's something. That's a, it's not like a direct ripoff of like, what was the zombie movie with uh, like Michael Sarah or whatever? It wasn't Michael Sarah. It was, Who was uh, it? Lex Luthor. It what? was uh, Zombieland. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the poster who, design what, looks similar. What is Lex Luthor's name? Why can I not think of it? I wish I knew. Woody Harrelson. That's also not it. <laughs> uh, I can't think of his name right now. I'm flaking. Amber Marshall was in Mutant World. Yeah. I want to watch Mutant World. Yeah. What is this a ripoff of? 
I don't fucking know, man. It just just is just is man if i i, I yeah i don't know cuz like they're not even trying to like i i don't know i don't know what they were trying to do it was not good but anyway amber marshall plays a medic and it i i liked that part of it <laughs> yeah that movie that that poster actually i like the the second image with the like weird cowboy guy yeah with the glowing eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Are you ready for number three? Number three doesn't have a lot of clues, so get ready. Okay. Okay. Shit. Uh, fuck. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. 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 Movie number three aired on November 2nd, 2023. Oh, shit. So, like, a week ago, basically. Two weeks ago. This isn't the Hallmark dog movie, is it? What? I don't know the name of this movie. After losing his eyesight, a college professor adopts a seeing eye dog from a guide dog trainer. As they spend all, as they all spend time together, his confidence returns and his heart begins to open. Love at first sight. A dog for Christmas. Oh, no. Okay. I just shit. want you guys to imagine Hallmark movie fucking titles for this fucking thing this entire time like that's what i want okay great we can pitch some mm-hmm. is it a, is it a christmas themed movie or it no? is absolutely a okay, christmas okay. hallmark movie blind love no love is blind no that's already a thing that's already a tv show oh okay okay guiding christmas you are so close oh shit seeing christmas nope uh um Guiding Christmas was really good. Like, I bet somebody's bad that they didn't name it mm-hmm, that after mm-hmm. hearing it. Yeah. You're probably going to get a job offer, Alex. I hope so. <laughs> I'm ready. I'll I'll maybe even update my resume for you if you're lucky. Leading Christmas? Nope. I feel like Christmas has to be, like, guiding it's has to be, be the closer be part, right? Christmas has to be the further part. Does it? Maybe not. I don't know. No, no, no. no. It's Hallmark. I think, so I all bets are off. I think you were just really close. You were so close. Like, it's insane how close. Guide Dog Christmas would be stupid, right? It's not Guide Dog Christmas. (laughs) It's still really close, though. Fuck. It would be stupid. We're talking about Hallmark holidays. fucking... (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. (laughs) What's wrong with you? That was so fucking... No, no, no. Oh, it's so good. <sighs> Guiding Christmas. I, I can't get that out of my head. You know that, I mean, like, we're going to watch this. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah. we've okay. got to. We've got to. I fucking unironically enjoy Hallmark movies. You know that Brooke Nevin, who played Rachel in the Animorphs TV show, directed a Hallmark no. movie just, like, last year? Yeah. Seriously. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know that I don't have Brooke Nevin's signature in my Stars of the Animorphs book, right? Well, oh, when shit. I get a job, because we came up with yep. Guiding Christmas, mm-hmm. then I'm going to be like, hey, I have one stipulation in my contract other than pay me. I have to work with Brooke Nevin. And You're- then... I also need you to reach out to Boris. Oh, yeah. yeah. He just posted on Instagram the other day. Yeah, he's totally reached out to Boris. First time in three fucking years. I will reach out to Boris. No problem. Yeah. 
He's super nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like sort of rearranged a little and start it differently. Christmas guide. Like I, you're, I mean, guide, yeah, yes, I, essentially, yes, yeah. You're a guide to Christmas. No, Alex just basically had it. There's just like one word off, and that's Christmas, it. Christmas guide doc. No. Okay, I'm gonna say it's the Christmas, and then guide is the one. No, no. it's Christmas that's off. No. No. The? No, we're just missing a, a word. Christmas guide. No, Christmas something guide. Christmas guide something. No, no, Alex is guide on the right to track. Christmas? No, Alex, you were on the right fucking track. Okay. Tim, stop taking me off track. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's not thine A Christmas or D. <laughs> it's not thine either, I'm guessing. No. It's not, it's not a definite a? article. Not a Christmas It's guide. not the indefinite article. And Christmas guide. This Christmas guide? No. My Christmas guide? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My yes. Christmas yeah. guide. Wow. My Christmas guide. Guiding Christmas is better. It is so much yeah. better, isn't it? It's, yes. Yes, it is. God. I'll expect that close. job offer any day. Yeah. Yep. Hi, Brooke. I need your autograph. Oh, you guys, this this movie. I need you to know that Alex sent me this, and I was like, well, now I know what we're doing. <laughs> as soon as i saw that it was one of those things where like it was on tiktok and i'm like is that no is that and then i was like this has to go to jenna immediately immediately i love it is is, is amber marshall in this movie yeah. oh she yes yeah she, she is, is the movie she is the movie yeah she's the main character well she's the seeing eye dog guide dog trainer okay okay have we talked to Amber Marshall yet? Not yet. We gotten a hold of Amber Marshall. Form. I need Amber Marshall <laughs> to do this podcast. That's not, not the way that I meant it. Form? I need. I yeah. meant it as in like not in this we lifetime. We have spiritually <laughs> communed with Amber Marshall. Amber, um, very close to Amber Marshall. Very. Amber Marshall is just three Pokemon in a human suit. Is that what I'm hearing? It's possible. It's always possible, right? Like, yeah, the chance is never zero. In a, in a human suit. Yeah. I'm gonna get Amber Marshall to sign my Stars of the Animorphs book. <laughs> you know who else I'm gonna get to sign oh, it? Who? I'm gonna get Char- Charlotte Desjardins to sign it. That would I, be very please, cool. Yeah, please just have every celebrity you ever meet sign <laughs> yeah. your Stars, Stars of the, the Animorphs book. book. Yeah, this is the best. The only thing, yeah, the ever. only thing you can't do is. You can't sign on the pages that are already taken by actual Animorph stars. You have to get relegated to like the the other pages. Yeah. So like they have to find the page that says like Amy or horse or like they have yeah. to seek the yeah. page that has the relevant information Ab- to them. Absolutely. Yeah. If you touch that. if you touch Paula's page, I'll punch you in the face. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah. No, that man was a goddamn delight. Yeah. Absolutely. We need to see if we can find him again. Yeah, he goes to cons. We can absolutely they announce it when he's gonna be there. We should just go find him at another con. Not like in a hat treating you. Yeah, not like in a creepy way. Okay. I don't know. I didn't like the way that sounded when I said it. We need to go find him again. I didn't think it was creepy. I definitely heard it as like uh we have to go to another con and 
try to be cooler than the last time. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it is. We were not. Oh, we were not cool. No. I mean, none of us were as uncool as Casey was, but that's that's all right. (laughs) That was so adorably uncool, though. Like, Yeah. yeah. My God. It was. It was absolutely adorable. I'm just saying we all held it together better than Casey did. Yeah. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. You know who always holds it together? Who? Our patrons. That's true. Oh, shit. Yeah. Do they really? They do. Mm-hmm. They do. You know why they hold it together? Why? They have metal horses in the barn. What? Yeah. Since when? 2014 <laughs> when Mutant World came out. They hold oh, it yeah, together tighter than a tech weld. No? Okay. Tech. Hey, I'm going to stop asking stupid questions, but only so I can tell you that we have Moose Jama Grub, Big Thick Martingale, and Beta Ray Philly, which are our three metal horses, and they're wonderful. But you know what? Nate has Hot Lava SpaghettiOs, who's another delightful metal horse. And you know what? You guys know Stevie Lake, but do you know her boyfriend, Philip D. Keating, because he is Iron Meriden. And then, anonymously, Steve, you didn't hear that from me, has Dale Donuts the Third. And then you know what, Matt Alman, He has Dime Bag. And Dime Bag's pretty fucking rad, guys. Did you ever think of that? No, you only think of yourself. But you know who doesn't? Metastrophe, who has marital combat, because Metastrophe's great. And you know what? You know who else we love? Is Bean, who forged his own fo- horse out of metal and glue factory. <laughs> That's right. I'm saying it like that. And then, <laughs> finally, there's Ronnie from Scott. That might be my favorite one you've done. Yeah? Yeah. He forged his horse. Out of metal and glue. Yeah. <laughs> As one does. Yeah. <laughs> Next, is next it, transition, Paul Blair? No, not yet. Not yet. Hold on. Okay. I'm going to take a minute here. Uh, oh, okay. Bean, Bean's good people. Bean streams sometimes, right? This is a bean house. Yeah. yeah. This is a bean house. Uh, bean home, even. He streams on Twitch, right? Yeah. Yeah. What's the, is it, is it Forging Winton? Twitch.tv slash Forging Winton. Yeah. And you know what? You should go watch that sometimes. And if you want the link, you should come join the Horse Girls Discord because I don't think we talk about the Horse Girls Discord enough. But Bean's there. You can talk to Bean. Bean's awesome. You'll like him. It's true. And you can you can follow his stream. Bean makes amazing things. Yeah. Like the we're going to bully him into making the, the pendant from Broken <laughs> Sky. Yep. And Alex and I both have uh, hairpins yeah. that are fantastic. That you bought from his Etsy store, correct? That's right. Yeah. So follow him, find his Etsy store, buy neat things, do these things, because it's cool. Uh, Okay, now, Paul Blart, segue, outro. I didn't feel like your heart was in that one, Tim. Paul Blart, segue, outro. And this brings our podcast to an end. Similarly to the way... That Winton ended his glue thing and just has gone to forging metals now because he's improved just so much. <laughs> Thank you, Bean, for being 
really good at forging. Anyways, thanks for listening to Horse Girls. If you want to know when new episodes are posted or share your observations of this positively academic podcast, follow us on Facebook at Horse Girls Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at Horse Girls Cast. If you want to buy some radical shirts and things, visit DuckDuckJenna.com, America's most beloved search engine to search for one thing, and that is Horse Girls merch, of which... Buy which can now because it's going away soon and new stuff's going to replace it. So yeah. there you go. There's your warning. There's your first warning. Do you want to take our relationships to the next level after that threat? You can do that. You can become kind of part of our barn at horsegirls.club or patreon.com slash horsegirls where we have a veritable plethora of things to offer you like content, but more importantly, horses in the barn. I mean, we all know that the real URL is singlethoughtconnection.com, T-H-O-T. You know, whatever. If you want to find us on other podcasts, you can. If you like TTRPGs, check out the Botch Podcast and Dungeons and Dragon Beams and Late Starters. And if you like Animorphs, check out Animorphs Anonymous. Surprise! We also do Surprise Deck Book Club. It's a surprise. Where can you find us? Surprise everywhere. We post it everywhere. Not in one central location. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. If you are betwitched by Jenna, check out Jenna's Twitch at twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill with one singular L, if you put a second L in there, I swear I will take it to Bean. I will put it in his forge. I will melt that second L down to nothing. And then I will come at you with one singular L and say, this is the proper way to do it. And you will learn. Finally, finally, you will learn. I know it. I know this is your time. Listen, I'm going to be encouraging of you now for just a moment. I believe in you. One singular L. You want to find the second L? You can Google it. But for now, it's just the one. Twitch.tv slash Jenna Chill. If you like me, can't get enough of Tim's beautiful voice. He has voice acted on such podcasts as The Way We Haunt Now, which you should listen to because spooky season. It's not over. If we keep it rolling through Christmas, it's not over for us. Anyways, if you think our episode art is hella cute, that's because it is. And it was created by Casey D, who writes and illustrates a webcomic called Beside You, which you can read for free at BesideYouComic.com. May the nuts ever stick to your roof.